This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Lambeth Palace. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are so many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. Lambeth Palace is the official London residence of the Archbishop of Canterbury. It's situated in North Lambeth on the south side of the River Thames, 400 yards, 370 metres, southeast of the Palace of Westminster, which houses Parliament on the opposite bank. While the original residence of the Archbishop of Canterbury was in his Esquipal See, Canterbury, Kent, a site originally called the Manor of Lambeth or Lambeth House was acquired by the diocese around AD 1200 and has since served as the Archbishop's London residence. The site is bounded by Lambeth Palace Road to the west and Lambeth Road to the south, but unlike all surrounding land, is excluded from the parish of North Lambeth. The Garden Park is listed and resembles Archbishop's Park, a neighbouring public park. However, it was a larger area with a notable orchard until the early 19th century. The former church in front of its entrance has been converted to the Garden Museum, the south bank of the Thames along this reach, not part of the historic London, developed slowly because the land was low and sodden. It was called Lambeth Marsh, as far down river as the present Blackfriars Road. The name Lambeth embodies Hythe, a landing on the river. Archbishops came and went by water, as did John Wycliffe, who was tried there for heresy. In the Peasants' Revolt of 1381, the palace was attacked. The oldest remaining part of the palace is the chapel, which was built in the early English Gothic architectural style. Lollard's Tower, which retains evidence of its use as a prison in the 17th century, dates from 1435 to 1440. The front is an early Tudor brick gatehouse built by Cardinal John Morton and completed in 1495. Cardinal Pole lay in state in the palace for 40 days after he died there in 1558. The fig tree in the palace courtyard is possibly grown from a slip taken from one of the white Moselle fig trees here for centuries, reputedly planted by Cardinal Pole. In 1786, there were three ancient figs, two nailed against the wall and still noted in 1826 as two uncommonly fine, traditionally reported to have been planted by Cardinal Pole and fixed against that part of the palace believed to have been founded by him. They are of the white Marseille sort and still bear delicious fruit. On the south side of the building, in a small private garden, is another tree of the same kind and age. By 1882, their place had been taken by several massive offshoots. The notable orchard of the medieval period has somewhat given way to a mirroring public park adjoining the built-up roads and houses and offices. The palace gardens were listed Grade 2 in October 1987. The Great Hall was completely ransacked, including the building material by Cromwellian troops during the English Civil War. After the restoration, it was completely rebuilt by Archbishop William Juxton in 1663 with a late Gothic hammer beam roof. The choice of a hammer beam roof was evocative as it reflected the high church Anglican continuity with the old faith 
The king's, Charles II's brother, was an avowed Catholic and served as a visual statement that the interim war was over. As with some Gothic details on university buildings of the same date, it is debated among architectural historians whether this is Gothic survival or an early work of the Gothic revival. The diarist Samuel Pepys recognised it as a new old-fashioned hall. The building is listed in the highest category, grade one for its architecture. The front gatehouse with its tall gates resembles Hampton Court Palace's gatehouse, which is also of the Tudor period. However, Morton's gatehouse was at its very start in the 1490s rather than in the same generation as Cardinal Wolsey's wider. Similarly partially stone-dressed deep red brick facade. While this is the most public-facing bit, it is not the oldest at the northwest corner. The water tower, or Lollard's tower mentioned before, is made of Kentish ragstone, with ashlar coins and a brick turret is much older. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Among the portraits of the archbishops in the palace are works by Hans Holborn, Anthony van Dyck, William Hogarth and Sir Joshua Reynolds. The new construction was added to the building in 1834 by Edward Bloor, who rebuilt much of Buckingham Palace later in a neo-Gothic style and fronts a spacious quadrangle. The buildings form the home of the archbishop who is ex officio a member of the House of Lords and is regarded as the first among equals in the Anglican Communion. Within the palace precincts is Lambeth Palace Library, the official library of the Archbishop of Canterbury and the principal repository of the records of the Church of England. It describes itself as the largest religious collection outside of the Vatican. The library was founded as a public library by Archbishop Richard Bancroft in 1610 and was historically located within the main palace complex. A new purpose-built library and repository opened in 2021 with its entrance on Lambeth Palace Road. In addition to the existing library collections, it houses the archival collections of various Church of England institutions, formerly held at the Church of England Record Centre in Bermondsey. The library contains an extensive collection of material relating to ecclesiastical history, including the archives of the archbishops dating back to the 12th century, and those of other church bodies and various Anglican missionary and charitable societies. Manuscripts include items dating back to the 9th century. The library also holds over 120,000 printed books. In 1996, when Scion College Library closed, Lambeth Palace Library acquired its important holdings of manuscripts, pamphlets and pre-1850 printed books. Topics covered by the collections range from the history of art and architecture to colonial and commonwealth history, and numerous aspects of English social, political and economic history. The library is also an important resource for local history and genealogy. Notable items in the collection include Mark Durran Gospels, late 9th, early 10th centuries, Miniscule 473, 11th century, Miniscule 559, 11th century, Lambeth Acopolypse, 12th century, the Romanesque Lambeth Bible, 12th century, Lambeth Homilies, circa 1200, Book of Hours of King Richard III, mid-15th century, a short English chronicle, mid-15th century, a rare copy of the Gutenberg Bible, 1450s, Lambeth Choir Book, 16th century, Book of Howarth, late 16th century, 
archives of the Commission for Building 50 New Churches, 1711 to 1759. Archives of the Incorporated Church Building Society, 1818 to 1982. Immediately outside the gatehouse stands the former parish church of St. Mary at Lambeth. The tower dates from 1377, repaired in 1834, while the body of the church was rebuilt in 1851 to the designs of Philip Hardwick. Older monuments are preserved, including the tombs of some of the gardeners and plantsmen, John Tracident the Elder and his son of the same name, and of Admiral William Bly. St. Mary's was deconsecrated in 1972, when the parish was absorbed into the surrounding parish of North Lambeth, which has three active churches, the nearest being St. Anselm's Church, Kennington Cross. The Museum of Garden History, now the Garden Museum, opened in the building in 1977, taking advantage of its associations. During the renovation works of 2016, a previously unknown crypt was discovered, containing 30 coffins. Among these were the five Archbishops of Canterbury, including Richard Bancroft, Thomas Tennyson, Matthew Hutton, Frederick Cornwallis, and John Moore, as well as that of John Bettersworth, Dean of the Arches. Lambeth Palace is home to the community of St Anselm, an Anglican religious order that is under the patronage of the Archbishop of Canterbury. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at Lambeth Palace. It's one of those places right by Lambeth Bridge on the south side of the river that you see, but you never quite know what it's all about. Well, there you go. There's the history. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk, or through our social media. It really is that easy. Thanks for listening and really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon for the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.